This is Sexy Book Club. Like the name says, we talk about sexy books with an emphasis on the sex. So keep listening only if you're ready for frank and explicit conversation. Welcome to Sexy Book Club. I'm Amy. I'm Tom. I'm Carla. And in this podcast, we choose a different book to read each time, a sexy book, and then we talk about it. The book we've chosen, or the book I've chosen today, it is my turn, was Angel's Blood by Nalini Singh. It's sexy. I'm going to say I I thought it was very sexy. Just my own little personal opinion there. All right. So it's time to read the back of the book to get you in the mood. That sounded very sexy. Hmm. Better get in the mood. Vampire hunter Elena Devereaux knows she's the best, but she does not know if even she is good enough for this job. Hired by the dangerously beautiful archangel Raphael, a being so lethal that no mortal wants his attention, Elena knows failure is not an option, even if the task is impossible. Because this time, it's not a wayward vamp she has to track. It's an archangel gone bad. The job will put Elena in the midst of a killing spree like no other and pull her to the razor's edge of passion. Even if the hunt does not destroy her, succumbing to Raphael's seductive touch just might. For when archangels play, mortals break. Without giving any detail to what the book is about. It's a good blurb. It is a good blurb. It does a pretty good job, yeah. Gives you a little bit of mystery in there. Don't quite know the details. And... like there's a lot of details. There is a lot of details in this book. There's a quite a quite a built world. And there are many books in this series. This author, she is prolific. Like I learned a little bit about her. She's from New Zealand, which I found delightful. Oh, that's I don't fun. know why, yeah. but it made me so happy. Did you then read it in an accent? No, I, I just found out today. Oh, Not okay. when I was reading it. Mm. Um and she has this other really popular series called the Side Changeling series, and there's like 25 books in it or something. Whoa. So Ooh, she, she she writes a lot, and I think that's more like paranormal romance. Mm. Maybe something to keep in mind for future. Indeed, because people really seem to love that series, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it is a beloved series, this one I found. I found very few negative aspects of it. So I guess let's jump into different aspects of the book. So first, let's talk about the characters. Oh, Elena. She is, in the book, they describe her as having um, deep brown skin and being very tall and lithe, but super strong and having white, white hair. And then I look at the front of the book and they're showing me this, like, blonde white girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys can see that with my really crappy wig cam. Not at all how I pictured Elena. No, or- I pictured her as more, like, um, a not Caucasian. Because it was said in, in yep. the character description. Mm-hmm. Yes, not Caucasian. And then, so maybe, like... Storm in the X Men with that like yes. like platinum like white hair right. that okay. looks like I was quite thinking like unnatural. a Rosario Dawson oh kind of look as well okay yeah. I was kind of meaning more hair but yes I can I could see that too sort of because yeah not necessarily African American more like ethnically ambiguous yeah yeah is sort of what her I was picturing mother was from I had this piece of information just on the tip of my tongue she was from. A French-speaking tropical country of some kind. Right, yeah. She was from, like, Barbados. Or Haiti um, or Barbados. No, not French-speaking. French-speaking. They, they, were, they were French-speaking. No, no, speaking. I'm well, saying. No, those ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Haiti is the only French-speaking one I can think of right now. But, yeah, so she gets that from her mother because I think her father, I I feel like he is, like, very staunch white dude. Yeah, that's mm, what I yeah. pictured, like, your classic 60-year-old white guy. Yeah, like yeah, plantation totally owner. I, yeah, yes. it's like what I pictured for him. Oh, yeah, fuck him. 
Yep. He's terrible. Yep. He is Ca- terrible. There's my character analysis of Elena Devereaux's father. Fuck him. Terrible. Fuck him. So, Agreed. anyway, uh, apart from physical characteristics, which not a whole lot is given, there's no, like, her ample bosom or her, you know, like... No. They, she, the author references her strength more than anything, which I really enjoy. Because yeah, me too. Elena she, Devereaux could look like what, like whoever. She's a good, like, surrogate. Which is yes. what you yeah. want in a romance novel, yeah, to be a bit honest. Yeah, a, a bit of a blank slate, but in a good way. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, you're right. Talked about, like, I did definitely think of her, like, more in terms of her physicality as opposed to her appearance. Like, she yeah. Like was strong and yeah, it didn't hit us over the head about how beautiful and how stunning she was and how it actually kind of made mention of how because she was so strong, she often like she doesn't have many lovers or boyfriends because for one, you need to know about Elena. She's a vampire hunter and she was a born vampire hunter. Apparently, this is a job you can get into in this world. In, Not in even a job world. you get into. Like you're, it's basically a calling. Like she has to do it because yeah. she has this skill where she can scent vampires. So That's like right. she didn't really have a choice. But really. but if you if you're not born into it, you can choose that path as True. like someone who can she's hunt just a vampires. she's a natural. She's a natural, which is a a good and a bad thing for her. She's she can smell vampires essentially, and every vampire has its own special smell. So I felt like this was a very sensory, like very pleasantly sensorical is not a word. It's I mean I, I mean it is now. It but captures I feel like what it you're be. saying. Yeah, like I just I really felt like it wasn't all, and I think mo I. I, I, it's a sexy book and it's a romantic novel in, in pretty much all sense of the word. But I really felt like it was very much a thriller at the same yep. time. For and sure. Equally so. Like the plot was not just a, not just like a little side thing yeah, to get the, to the sex. The plot wasn't an excuse to get the two of them together. It was mm. actually it like drove the book the whole way through, which was uh, impressive. And not all the books that we've read in in this series, well, not this series, but in our podcast, have been that way. Some of them is just like, oh, now these two are together. Yes, we can forget about the other part. <laughs> I feel like well, this yeah. book is like sixty percent an urban fantasy novel and like forty percent a romance novel, as opposed to. A romance novel with mm-hmm. urban fantasy elements like that mm. is very much about like the bad guy that's doing bad stuff. And they really get into like it's pretty graphic. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, all, the, all, the, all the killing. Lots and of Exactly. Blood. Like tons Lots of, of uh, description. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's quite different than entrails. any other books we've read. I feel like we've cut you off so much. You haven't even told us about our sexy, mm. uh, sexy man in our sexy right. book. Sexy so, angel man. Sexy Angel Man. Uh, so our sexy angel man is Raphael, and he is. It. I feel like I can't explain Raphael without giving away some of like the aspect of the plot, which is oh, not my area. Just get into it. Just but get into it. Every so the world is essentially controlled by archangels, and archangels create vampires, and thusly Elena has a job hunting vampires who've reneged on their contract well every archangel has a different area to control and Raphael controls the New York Manhattan area which apparently is a big enough area for just I think it's like all of North America yeah he's like is it? yeah or at least all okay. of America yeah I yeah. think so it like is because there's Coast, 10 archangels kind of and stuff. I think he is like yeah has North like, America's his thing. That was my impression. Based, he's yes. based in New York, and this is where this all happens. So he's he's like an important guy, and there's he's one of the cadre of the ten, like you said. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but there's ten archangels who control the world, and then there are other angels who sure. are all like impressive and shit. They can fly, uh, but archangels have special powers that. Regular angels do not. And Raphael is, at the beginning of the book, pretty cold. He's centuries old. Nothing excites him anymore. Um, He's apparently super sexy. Not put on the front of this book, though. 
Not sexy enough for the cover. Not not sexy enough for the cover. But she's looking up, so obviously he just flew away. He has the most magnificent wings, white wings tipped in gold, uh, which Elena fucks up at one point in the story. And she's absolutely obsessed with angels. And and I think this leads better to the plot that drives the story instead of the plot that just drives the two characters together to have sex in the story is that she was obsessed with angels far before she even knew Raphael. And she thought they were all like, apparently angels are so gorgeous, right? So it wasn't just like she saw him and immediately fell in love with him because he's so gorgeous. Every angel she comes into contact with, she's like... Mm. Like, Damn. give me some of that. Like, Ilium with his blue wings. Yes, please. And so every every angel's attractive. So it's not just that. Uh, but Raphael is pretty cold and has been known to dole out some super gruesome punishments. Yeah, some pretty heinous torture. Some, some tough justice. <laughs> yes. From Raphael if you disobey him. Mm-hmm. The one that Elena witnessed was a, I don't know, like completely, what, like dis- essentially destroyed vampire that wronged Raphael and was left in the middle of town square. It and like it, broke every bone in his body yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it didn't kill him. It was, you know, and he cut off Ilium's wings because he fell in love with a mortal and divulged angel secrets, which, I mean, then that makes him a total hypocrite, but so he's <laughs> cold at the beginning and slowly warms up to Elena because she has a special power over him. As he falls in love with her, she makes him a little more mortal. <gasps> um. So like Amy Who's said, <laughs> it's New York. Angels, vampires. I totally, it's so obvious that I don't know why I didn't think of this, but do you think that the author just watched Buffy and the vampire slayer was in love with Angel. And she was like, what if I made that more literal? Totally. And then did, because that's really what happened, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so so in this world, yes, angels run the show. The archangels, 10 of them run everything. They make vampires. Vampires, well, people sign contracts to get turned into vampires because then they will also become all the normal vampire stuff. More gorgeous live forever blah 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 Um, have to drink blood exactly but they are like the minions of the archangels or Mm, i guess just angels in general angels in general can make them but it sounds like a really um like it's quite the process to become like not everyone gets approved no very very rigorous testing standards yeah Yeah. there's like They're not doing it all willy-nilly. And then so her job hunting them down is is going to find like she's more of like a bail jumper, not a bail jumper. Bounty hunter. A bounty yeah, hunter. A bail she, bondsman, she, yeah. totally. Yes. She goes to get them and bring them back to finish out their contracts. Like she doesn't do a lot of slaying. She does a lot more no. retrieving. Yeah, because she's not a slayer, right? Because they they all coexist fairly peacefully. Yes. Well, there. The I part. mean, in the first one that she catches, like she's uh, clear to use whatever means necessary to take care of this guy, but preferably, I think, to bring him back alive. Yes. Yeah. So she works for an organization called the Guild, and they are the vampire hunters. She has some coworkers that we also get to meet. Um, the world building is a lot. Like just it that is. angel vampire human hierarchy is really interesting, I thought. I she thought has so like too. a whole thing about like the people that run the guild and they have all these safe houses and this secure underground thing with this guy. Like it there's a lot of characters and a lot of stuff in the world. Um, mm-hmm. which is kind of great because it's not just um Oh, it's urban fantasy and like we changed this one thing. I mean, it is that, but the one thing affects Was the world. A lot of things. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, so that is sort of the world that this story is in. Yeah, the the main conflict of the book is, of course, as we mentioned, Elena is a vampire hunter, and she gets hired by Raphael to track down not a vampire, but an archangel who's gone uh vamp esque. If you will. Yeah, he like what they say is blood crazy. Bloodborne. There we go. Yeah. He becomes bloodborne. So essentially he I guess all of these angels have like a latent 
poison in their system that if they stray too far from the path sort of thing and fall into bad habits, this like kind of takes over and they go a little bit crazy yeah, they and start killing that- everyone. If they don't make vampires, that's how the poison or the toxin builds up in their systems. So that's why angels have to make vampires and why vampires are made at all is because if they don't express this poison, they go like fucking batshit crazy. Yeah, they start just killing everyone. And he's like one of the 10 most powerful creatures in the world. So it's real bad when he goes real bad. Bad news bears. he gets like extra bad guy powers even. So it's even worse. So, yeah, they need Elena's ability to sense vamps to hopefully track this guy down. Yeah, she's essentially their bloodhound, really, because she she didn't know she could, but she can also smell archangels. Yes. Raphael smells like the sea. (laughs) 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 Which is probably very refreshing in Manhattan. Yeah, I would think so. I bet. Probably very very calming. Yeah. Yeah. Despite the constant danger and sexual tension. Very calming. Very calming. (laughs) Super calming. So let's talk about, because like, this is, I feel like this is a great book. I feel like it's a difficult book to talk about because there's so much of the world that we, I mean, we could talk about it for days and all the minutiae. And like Dimitri and like, oh, yeah. what, what's going on with Elena and her family? And like there are and so Sarah, many subplots. her boss slash best and- friend who yes. also has like this crazy side story. And like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of characters for yes. sure. But I feel like super well written. For the genre that it is, it felt not too much. This I this I there was only a few times where I was reading and I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for the most part, fairly well written. Agree, disagree? Very readable. Agree. Very readable. Yeah. 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 Like it's not great literature, but very readable. Well, yep. yes, no <laughs> this is it's no it's no Shakespeare. <laughs> but Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure Twelfth Night was about archangels who create vampires and then go rogue. So right. a bit. Samesies. That's how so, I learned it. <laughs> <laughs> this book was filled with sexy parts all throughout. I, it was just like, it was enough for me to not even realize that by page, hold on folks, 246. They were still chased up until that point. Yes. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, up until chapter 32. Or page 258, there had not been a single sex scene that includes penetration. <laughs> None. Yeah. But but I think she did a smattering of sexual tension scenes that made it not quite as obvious to me. Because, I mean, some of the other books we were reading, I was texting Tom and Carla 20 pages in being like, <laughs> where's the sex? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and some she, of them are like, oh, it's on page two. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was definitely, yes, trying to build the tension. Mm-hmm. I thought to varying degrees of success because some yes. of their interactions I did not like at all. No, some <gasps> of them were kind of gross. Tell me. Tell me. Um. Well, when he like, because they're all powerful, he kept trying to like enter her mind and make her mm. do stuff. Which like when she, he makes her like cut her own hand open, which she explicitly told him not to do. So it's a different. Had it been like consensual mind control, like when we read, mm-hmm. oh god, you know the space one, yeah, <laughs> the cyborg uh, space the one, cyborg yes. one, yeah, um, something rage releasing rage. Oh, I knew yes. it would come to me. Um, she was so on board for everything, even though yeah. they definitely had like a dominant submissive relationship. She was there for it, so I was there for it. Um, but in this one, she was like explicitly like you entering my mind is like you raping me. Don't do it. Oh, and she and literally he kept said doing that. It. And yeah. he got so mad. Yes. I feel like I feel like that pushed the boundary. But for me, it didn't push it too far because he because I think that she was such a strong character to be like, 
number one, get the fuck out of my mind. And then just to blatantly call him out on it, like, you get off on raping people? Like, is that your thing? And then he's like, what, what, what? No. Huh? And so it actually caused character change what? in him. Yes. Yeah, he did. Because he did show some remorse. That's what I was going to say. Like, he yeah. did, over the course of the book, like, did totally change um, and, like, grow as a angel, not as, as a, a person. As a being. As a super being. He evolved. <laughs> um, yeah. And it would make sense if you were millennia old and had been in absolute control. Like, of course he would do that. Like, I understand. I think um, it just shows the absolute power he's used totally, to Totally, like he wouldn't even consider not doing it because it's yeah. just like how the world works in this I want book. this woman, therefore. Yeah, so um, it, I, it just, uh, over the course of the book, it didn't bother me. But as I was reading it mm-hmm. in some of those scenes, I was like, all right, yeah. come on now. And I'm happy they didn't have sex as a result of that because that would have Agreed. kind of tainted their that entire been, relationship that going gross. forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a. And I also felt that way with Dimitri. But. But then she cut his know. throat. So. Yeah. yeah. But See, then she I straight lo- up knifed him. <laughs> I yeah. fucking love a strong female character. And she took no shit from anyone and i love it and and she was still able to be seen as a sexy character it's not like oh my god this bossy bitch much it was she was holding her ground and she has her reasons why and you'll find out in different in the second and third book which i've absolutely read and so it's hard to keep separate from what what's (laughs) going on here um so dimitri we should say um each archangel has like um their I want to say group of seven, but that is some famous Canadian painters. But I think it is like a <laughs> group like of seven. It's his seven. It's his it's seven, his, yeah. And and they are like his bodyguard protectors seven. have been with him for, for decades and stuff. And so Dimitri is one of those. He's very powerful. He like exudes like literally a sexy scent that like only seduces people. Only Hunter Bourne can feel the effects of their sexy scent. Um, so he is very powerful and he decides he wants to like toy with Elena a mm-hmm. bit and she does not have time for it <laughs> and like for it. cuts him. And then um, and then a chase scene ensues. Yeah. A chase scene ensues. And then and this is some like when you first start to see Raphael is like softening. When Dimitri comes back, he's like, why are you covered in blood? I told you to leave her alone and breaks his jaw, like punches him and breaks his jaw. And then was like, okay, fucking get over it because we got shit to do. Because while all this like sexual tension stuff is happening, um, the baddie is like straight up killing so many people so graphically. Yeah. um, And like just being terribly, terribly, horrendously frightening. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, it was a scary book for the murdery parts. For everything that wasn't, like, business or sex. <laughs> it yeah. was, like, kind of, it was straight-up horror when she would yeah. go in. And she would, and she's had her own horrors in her past that she keeps kind of going back to. And, and I think that softens Raphael as well because he can, he's very attuned to her shifts in I'm not Siri. I'm not talking to you. Yeah, I said. Aren't you though? Shifts no, in tone, not. Siri. Shift. I didn't. I wasn't talking to you. No, it's rude. Uh, but, We're trying to record a podcast, Siri, which is really hard to do right now. But yeah, there's so, some straight up like body horror in this book. Yeah, like it, it is pretty is, graphic. Urim is the archangel that went rogue. Oh, also though, I wanted to go back because you said that every archangel has their seven. I think that's only Raphael. Only Raphael has made the connection um, and has struck um, or has like has had the ability to um, create this loyalty within the people who want to serve him to stick around because all the other archangels are like like Michaela's who is like the super they talk about her titties a lot. Um, <laughs> super beautiful babe, the queen of Constantinople or whatever it is. Um, hers die left, right, and center. Everyone else, is, some of them are just kind of cruel and mean, and they just, you know, they're kind of like dictators. I mean, I for the it, most part, the other archangels seem like to be ruling by fear. 
quite mm-hmm. a bit. I mean, and again, I'm sure they maybe get into this more in the other books because you just sort of see, I mean, you see Michaela and and a couple of the others, um, yeah. the ancient Asian one whose name Lee-Juan. is... Lijuan. Thank Lee-Juan. you. Um, Not sure how to say it. Uh, but you don't, re- like, they just glimpse at, like, here's some other things going on around the world. In yeah, this. they don't really yeah. get into it. Yeah, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Well, it's a I'm lot curious. of politics. It's a lot of politics in For this sure. book about like, oh, well, Urim's gone bloodborne. And so there's going to be a fight over his territory and they're trying to split it up. And because there's not another angel that's ready to become an archangel and take over their place. So there is a lot of politics in this book, which I actually enjoyed reading just as much as I did the the super horny scenes, which <laughs> sh- shall we talk about the actual sexy sex scene? Let's talk sure. about the sex. Let's talk about it. Um, Elena, ever the like questioning snarky snark she is, is like asking him if he's ever had a slave before, and he's all like, Yeah, super, multiple. Super <laughs> yeah, cocky yeah, totally. and coy and all like, yeah, all all very eager to serve in every possible way, and I'm like, this is the romance book I've signed up for, um, and so, and and they very much follow the trope of they hate each other until yes, they don't yeah, because it's anymore. it's one of the ones it's like love at first sight or hate it for you know like it yeah. was hate until you love them was definitely exactly. they, they butted heads immediately. <laughs> And I think Elena at one point, because he he came, he started coming on to her, and she was like, "Mm, like no, thank you. What? So you can like murder me or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, like she kept being referred I've to. I've got as enough a toy. on my plate right now. Actually, thank you, hunting Raphael. this archangel. <laughs> I'm hunting a creature that's one of the ten most powerful in the world. It's kind of and above my pay bone? grade. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, Actually, it's... I don't think it is above her pay grade. I have, like, she's I mean, paid handsome. She's she paid is very paid well very for well. this job. If she gets to live yes. at the end, that is. So um, So even their first sex scene is kind of like a push-pull. And she eventually is just like, like, I think she decides on like a walk home or something. She's like, I'm going to fuck him. Like, whatever. Like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to do. Life short. Yeah. Life short. Fucking Archangel. So put that on a bumper sticker. I was going to say, <laughs> there's a t-shirt we should there's make. Bookmark right there for you. Yeah. And so before they even start having sex, they're talking all about all of his other sexual experiences. Like, she's like, you ever, you know, have humans? And he's like, well, you know, like humans are so short lived. Vampire women get to spend hundreds of years learning how to pleasure men. And she's like, well, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, is this supposed to be making her horny? Yeah, like, is this the foreplay? <laughs> yeah, what is this? Although I think the foreplay happened in the bathtub previously. Well, oh, the foreplay's for sure. happened for like 250 pages yes, up till this yes, point. Yes, that so. too. Yes, they're like verbal, they're verbal foreplay for sure. And they are like... There is this banter about it's a conversation about like, well, what are the rules? Like, we're not going to do this unless we set some guidelines because Mm -hmm. like it's going to fuck everything up. So he did sort of turn that like all of his like weird talking about all the other humans and vampires he'd boned before into saying something like kind of quite romantic, really, which was... He wanted to like, go steady. Yeah, basically, like, <laughs> basically, oh, I've had, like, literally, literally a million lovers, but I never asked any of them to be faithful to me. And that's a rule. You need, yeah. like, you're not touching anyone else while this thing is going on. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, you too, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, fuck off. So, um... He's so he's explaining his different conquests as he's like wrestling her to the bed, all sexy like. And then um it's a really short sex scene. Well, yeah. I mean well, he in enters her in one thrust. So. Yeah, they're in the bathtub, That's they get true. out of the bathtub and then they go to Onto the bed the and he bed. enters her in one thrust. That's yeah. right. He pulled her up to meet his thrust as he buried himself inside her in one powerful stroke. Yeah, just like instantly balls deep. And then yes. he was like, Don't you fuck anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to read a little bit more since there's only one, only one. Sure. Um, her back arced, arched, 
This one's Arch. That one's Fuck Arch. Archangel yeah. and Archangel. <laughs> her back arched as she tried to assimilate the impact of his entry into her body. I feel like she's landing a plane. Yeah. I, totally. I feel like that's like it's much more technical than I would. <laughs> yeah. The extreme fullness and stretched ecstasy. When she could finally draw breath, she found him in the same position as if he too was fighting for control. You don't strike me as a sharing type. Her voice was raw. So they're, they're, they're laying the ground rules. They're deciding to go steady for mm-hmm. as long as Elena lives. Mm-hmm. Um, which could be not very long. She's got a very, very dangerous long. job. Still still got this real dangerous dude on the loose. So That's true. And, but at the same time, he's reminding her while having sex of how dangerous he is. So like the very last part, he's all like, if you take another lover, Elena, as he thrusts back in, making her gasp, what I do to him will become a nightmare etched in human memory. And then they don't Are you guys talk hot anymore. At home? Are you they hot don't at home right now? Talk anymore after he says that. Yeah, there's no, no. more. That's and, and the end of says, the scene. And then there were no more words, only movements. The slick motion of body against body, the thrust and parry, they're sword fighting now, of male and female, the lush erotic explosion to ecstasy. I know when I'm hooking up with someone, I really like the last thing I hear to be how, like, fucking evil they're going to be if totally. I sleep with someone else. Like, just remind Bitch, me you cheat that you are not human. <laughs> like, yikes. Well, exactly. And I think he is constantly reminding her. But I feel like that's a weakness on his part. Because he feels like he constantly has to remind her, look at Which me, I'm this crazy. all-powerful angel. And, and I think it's because she's making him more human. That he has to overcompensate right. in a way that sure. always reminds her of how old he is or how well, powerful he is he must be um like he's insecure about her because otherwise yeah. there is no reason or any indication that he has ever been like this before like he doesn't you're literally one of the top like three most powerful people in the world you don't need to be like hey Remember how powerful I am. You like, gotta yeah. fucking remember it. So <laughs> and I mean, she it is. You're right. It is him kind of becoming more human and like insecure and wanting to like prove to her that he's a good catch, which, which is kind makes of sweet. him more likable. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it makes him more likable. Uh, can and we I mean, mention a couple of other things? Yes, like please. Angel dust Ooh. is like the powder. On their wings, basically. You mean the sex cocaine that he's he puts yes. all over her body? And it's like a little bit, it's a little bit glittery and people like, they sell it and buy it as a drug because it's like yeah, a drug. Like, like it's like basically, it, it, off it the seemed like street if they can. Like it's MDMA or something. So that was fun. That was oh, a and fun he little makes a thing. special blend. Apparently they can like mix that up themselves. Like yes. A special blend just for Elena. So that was nice. fun. Yeah, that's like she was just like, like in body glitter after basically. I imagine I think. her just like a golden bronze just goddess mm-hmm. laying there in the bed. And, and I mean, they just had a bath. To, that's true. They just had a bath, and then she's not allowed to touch anyone after he coats her in this. Because if they touch her, they're gonna want a boner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so in that's case funny. you didn't remember, he gonna go crazy if that happens. It's true. So don't touch anyone. A nightmare yeah. etched into human memory. <laughs> Now she so, has to find and fight Urim in a hazmat suit so no yes. one can get near her, her sex <laughs> dust. Mm. Well, and I mean, she has this big problem, too, of caring so much for this archangel that she doesn't quite understand why she's caring because she's always reminding herself, too, that sh- she's a blip or she's just right. a toy of his. And what does what does an archangel do with his toys when he's done playing with them? You don't know, but, but she always, she, I think she always remains her own person, which is nice because a lot of these women that we read in these stories, yeah, they kind of disappear. I found my guy and now I'm whole and she's like, I don't like what you're doing. I'm going to take this special angel gun and I'm going to shoot you in the wind. That's what I was just going to say. Like, can we please mention that she shoots him with like a special bullet that like to exist in the world? That angels can't heal from because, yeah, that happens. So it's not um, 
they don't have what I would call a healthy dynamic. No, I mean it's a by little... by the end it seems okay, but I wouldn't say this would be a good instructive romance novel no. about how to find a man who treats you really well and then like, you know, they have a lot of passion, but a lot of like there's some violent issues. And outbursts. anger outbursts, yes. Well, they're both really strong, passionate people. So, And also, when she shot him in the wing, it wasn't supposed to hurt him. It was supposed to slow him down for, like, maybe 10 minutes. Because yes. archangels heal at an incredible rate. But because she makes him more human, she, like, blew his half his fucking wing off. But then yeah. when it grew back, it was, like, this beautiful, like, blast of gold, like a scar. And he's like he like, got frosted tips left, on his wings. You've left your mark on me. <laughs> he got it was frosted like, it was like tips a, on his wings. Like a just hickey. on one, though. Just on just one. the one wing. Yeah, it was just, a little love mark. Not too much. It was. Just, it just was. the one frosted tip. Um, I know we already moved past the sex bath, but can we revisit it for a moment? Yeah, sure. For me to point out, so they're in the bath, because I feel like she just came from, like, house where there was a bunch of dead bodies or, like, something that's why and, the and bath she's been is tracking happening. for like 72 hours or something yeah. and hasn't eaten, hasn't slept. So they go back she's to tired. his place with his enormous bathtub that's like the size of a room. And they're in the bath and they're fooling around and they explicitly talk about how he's like soaping her up, which is very nice. Very nice. And then how he puts his fingers inside of her. And I'm pretty sure they were still soapy. I know yeah. they were beneath the water, but it is no bueno. It is not yeah. a place for soap <laughs> to be inserted. Not okay. It's a self-cleaning organ. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was just so funny when I read it because I was like, oh, that's nice. Like having a bath and it is like very sensual and he's like soaping her up and like being very caring with her um, and explicitly like saying super sexy stuff. Great. Good combo. Sure. These are all good things. Yeah, But then when that happened, I was like, oh, I mean, probably the bath rinsed it off. But yeah, that's ow. what I'm guessing. <laughs> that's all that only works in the opposite way. Like if the girl's soaping the guy up and then gives him a hand job. Yes, exactly. Then I it's mean, helpful. It's st- soap still does not feel great, y'all. <laughs> like, oh, OK. It gets. We're learning. It, well, I mean, not to be graphic, but like it gets in the tip and then it burns. Right. Shit. Yeah. Like, well, I think this is just a PSA great. for everyone. Yeah, soap isn't a good lube. Yeah. Don't I use mean, it. Yeah. Fool just around don't. outside the water. Also, exactly. condoms, no good in the water, you guys. No good just in the water. No good in the water. Just in case you're listening and you don't know that. Yeah. No also, good in the water. Water is not good lube. Mm-mm. Having sex nope. in water isn't Bad. great. Thr- thrusting water up <laughs> yeah. there, it's, it's, it's again, as Carla said, no bueno. No, no way, no. no. All right, I think we got we got away from this a little bit. So <laughs> as the story progresses, big fight scene. Raphael's at a disadvantage because he's still healing from the last fight with Urim, and Elena makes him weak, but also somehow strong inside because maybe she's the key to avoiding the madness that comes with age. They don't only have to worry about this whole bloodborne not making vampires toxin in their body. Oh, no. Sometimes they just get so old they go cray-cray. Mm-hmm. And he's wondering if maybe she is the key to that. And they're fighting, and Elena's the reason why he wins at all and is able to shove his hand because only an archangel can kill another archangel through Urim's chest. Ha-ha! The world is saved, but oh, no. Elena's up on a what like on a kind of like a balcony like rooftop like of an a apartment, broken open building. Yeah, or some that's shit. about yeah. to crumble. And her and then Raphael comes over and and it's like a super sweet moment. It's so sweet. He's like holding her and she he can feel her fading and she's talking to him with her mind because she can't say the words anymore and and he's all like, oh God, no, I love you and. I think that's the part where they're actually like, oh, you know, this could have been a thing for us. Yeah, they both kind of like get over their bullshit. Yeah. A little bit and get vulnerable in a way that they haven't before. They realize what's really important. And then he kisses her and they plummet to their death. Yeah. Or do they? Or do they? Because I feel like that was a natural stopping point of this book. But, oh, no. 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 
Nalini Singh did not stop there. No. I guess she wasn't sure if she was going to get a second book in the book deal, so she didn't want to leave such a cliffhanger, which is Um, fair. Probably. So, anyway, it seems like they both disappear off the face of the earth. There's a huge cover-up. Dimitri is all, like, in charge and shit, but he's so loyal that he could have taken over, but he didn't. He's just, like, holding down the fort. Mm -hmm. No one knows where Elena is. Her best friend Sarah, head of the guild, is totally freaking out. Yeah. Everyone's upset. What, like, it's like a year goes by. I like think it's a, so. It's, it's a really long time. It's a long yeah. amount it is of time. Well, I think several months, but I think you're right. It is like a year, I, basically. I think Raphael comes back after like six months. Yeah. And they're all like, who? Because the other archangels were I in his territory. But then it's another six months before Elena comes back and she is in a special place healing because it turns out from that magical kiss, Raphael turned her into an angel. Well, I mean, we don't know if it's just from the kiss. Uh, he did explain it. Well, because he made the ambrosia. He made the ambrosia, which, but I think Tom's right. I don't think they explicitly say it was from the kiss. And it's funny because ambrosia, food of the gods. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? I somehow pictured he like made like a gelatinous cube and fed it to her or something. <laughs> that's disgusting. What? That would be amazing. No, it seemed like, oh, that's, I mean, seems kind of, okay. <laughs> but from the kiss is a much better way of looking at it. I like yeah. that a lot more. So he's okay. So they're on the edge. He's divulging all of his secrets, all the angel secrets, because she's dying. Um, and then it says, uh, "She's fading. Not even a whisper now." His canines elongated, and a strange, beautiful, golden taste filled his mouth as he felt a tear slide down his face. He was an archangel. He had not cried in over a thousand years. And then, and then she explains it. later to Sarah about the ambrosia. You're yeah. totally right. I had forgotten yeah. that because I guess when I read it, I didn't know that's what was happening. So I yeah. didn't like put it together yeah. until she explains it later to Sarah. And then he kissed her, feeding that golden taste, that intoxicating blend into her mouth. You must live. And then that's when they plummeted to their death. But yeah. I think he only when an angel, an archangel. Love's true for the first yeah, time. Finds true love, like yeah. they think, because they've tried to. They've tried to recreate um, that, right? Make re- more recreate angels. that so that they can make more angels, but they've never been able to no. do it. It because has to just come about in, in a moment. With a human, mm-hmm. you know what? Alien probably could have. Probably but, but it has a to be in like um, like their last moment of life or something like that. It's like has yeah. to be very specific circumstances, it seems. But he turns her into an angel with beautiful midnight wings, which I think would look very beautiful. And I'd like to see some art on that <laughs> <laughs> but with like her appropriate skin color and hair combo. Yes. Then she has wings, meets with Sarah. It's this big secret. She's been in a coma for a year. And then I can just assume that her and Raphael just like bone all the time, but I now assume. with wings. I mean, you would have to think so. I've read like the other aerial books. aerial boning. There's boning. Oh, yeah. Because they- it's like, like the Little Mermaid? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yep. Guys like in the tired. sky. Like in the sky, like Ariel, like, okay, mm-hmm. like airborne. Yeah. Like not like with a weird teenage Disney character. It's not what <laughs> I'm in. Mm-hmm. Also, you know. She's all fish from the bottom down. So the exactly, how's it the even whole, happen? I don't know. <laughs> That's our other podcast. How do Disney characters? <laughs> How does bone? it even happen? <laughs> our our less popular podcast of how do Disney characters bone? Um, yeah. So usually we do adjectives like best and worst. Guys, for this, I didn't even have anything that popped out to me. Well, it's just was so short. Like it's literally like yeah. six pages or something. Um, in the whole book, so Mm -hmm. there wasn't a ton of no. A lot of that. It was a lot of like the standard things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not nothing hilarious. Thanks for nothing, Nalini. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was nothing fun, like super funny or anything to to really latch on to. The only one I wrote down was stretched ecstasy. Oh Mm. yeah. Yes, I wrote down inevitable crescendo. Oh, but I was thinking, I was just one. saving that for a rating system because it Perfect. seemed, oh, seemed good lovely. for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Uh, well, what about bonability? Ooh, who do we want to talk about first? 
Number one. Or do we just want to go for both of them? Well, sure. How about Elena first? Bone ability? 10 out of 10. Oh, hell yeah. I bone her. Yeah, yeah, me too. I would not want a relationship with her, though. She was very no, volatile. She yeah. tried to like make her drink orange juice, and she lost her fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> for for a good reason. True. He was mind-controlling yeah. her, but still, but like, still. literally the most yeah. powerful being you will ever encounter. Maybe just, like, fucking drink the fucking orange Just drink that juice. Um, drink the juice. Have a sandwich. You know, it's not about standing your... Anyway, but... Like, you know. was there extra pulp in it, and that's why she lost and her she mind? she just couldn't do it? Exactly. <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, I think she'd be real fun to do it with. Yeah. yeah. What about Raphael? 100%. You're attracted to power, aren't you, Tom? I mean, it's it's a crazy attractive uh, trait, I gotta say. I don't feel like they did too many physical characteristics of him. Other than just like repeatedly saying how fucking hot he was, but but not specifics. Yeah. And, oh, his blue eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... Again, I do them. I do them too, but same thing. Yeah, no relationship, I, just sex. Yeah, but yeah, I would, be, I would do I think him. Raphael would be fine with that. Like yeah. two thirds into the book, up until True. that point, mm-hmm. I was a little bit on the fence. Agree, mm-hmm. agree, yeah. totally. But once he turned the corner, it was on. Yeah. Okay. Secondary character, you'd fuck. I like Dimitri, Ooh. even though the story I just told about him, like, chasing her and being a total monster was <laughs> yeah. pretty bad. But they He's did present him too. as, like, very sexy and the way oh, yeah. they talked about him, like, interacting with other people. Like, he seemed, again, very highly sexed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I was into. Yeah. No, like, he was, right. I think, the most sexualized character yes. in the entire book. Like, not even yeah. the main characters were put in this sexy limelight like Dimitri yes. was. I wonder, like, sex was his superpower is, like, yeah, was kind of the thing. And I think he'd be is, so is, good at it. Are there books about him later? Do you know? He is in the other books. Because, oh, okay. yes, I did, like, I liked him, even mm-hmm. though he was sometimes the worst, but also sometimes he was, like, funny, and they had, yes. like, funny interactions. Oh, yeah, they, they had, like, a little bit of a rapport. They had a yeah. bit that yeah. they would yeah. do. He would try to, like make her cream her pants as he was sitting there with his all his like smell and stuff, which he could totally control. Like yes. he could pull oh, it back for sure. and be like, like he was totally doing it on purpose. And she was like, can you fucking not? Yeah. yeah. Just knock it off. Yeah. And it was so, kind of fun. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was good. I liked him a lot. Tom, is he also your secondaries? Uh, I would have to go for Dimitri as well. I mean, Sarah seemed pretty cool and fun. Mm-hmm. She's too businessy but, for me. She's well, but she was like a good ride or die, though, right? Like she had fucking Elena's back until the sun came up, sort of thing. But yeah, I think Dimitri's the way to go for secondary character bone ability. I probably bone Elium too, because I liked his oh, playfulness. He, and he was very yeah, fun. He was all right. I liked yeah. him too. He was yeah. like, there's He's always one flirting with Elena. Well, this one Very part cute. where he's like, he's like, oh, I got you a ride or something. Or he's like, I'm going to get you a ride. And then he hands her the keys to like, I don't know, like a Ferrari or something, like yeah. some very fancy car. And she's like, well, this isn't your car. Like he wouldn't even fit inside it with his big angel wings. And he's like, because it was Dimitri's car. Yeah. And he was just like, Meh. <laughs> and it was fun. That was yes. a fun little they had fun interactions. And yeah, just were like flirty and friendly. Mm-hmm. Which so I liked sure him too. Would- piss Raphael off to know to know for end. sure so that's good. and she All would right. keep doing it just because of that I think yeah which is kind of funny and she does yeah yeah she calls him her blue or her bluebell right yeah that's cute right. little nickname uh so if we are going to rate this book um how many crescendos would you give it Carla <laughs> I would give it I'm gonna say like Three and a half inevitable crescendos out of five. I enjoyed it. I like the world building. It was definitely for me more of an urban fantasy novel than a romance novel. Yeah. Because I wanted there to be more sex. There definitely wasn't enough sex. But I have yeah. to say in in the next books, loads of sex. Well, and, oh. and I think that I would read more of the books for sure. Like the world she built was interesting. Mm-hmm. There's like she dropped a lot of like little little breadcrumbs about other stories she's going to explore so many side Um, stories so yeah i think that i would i would read more of her books for sure tom uh yeah i'm also in the kind of three and a half uh maybe 3.25 uh the world building was great 
the the book was easy to read. I mean, she's a pretty talented writer. The subject matter isn't very deep in any way, shape, or form, but she's very good at putting it across and getting the getting you the point. Uh, but yeah, needed more sexy times. Like just it just needed like three to four more, and it would have been like a four out of five at least. Yes, even what she could have done is I'm gonna like give some tips here. Romance novel, right? Do it. She could have had sex scenes. Like other characters having sex scenes so that there could be some fucking in the book and it not be them because Mm -hmm. they needed like for their character development to get where they got before they had sex. Like it was timed well for that because you actually like believe that they liked each other and and there it was so dangerous for her that it had to really be worth it. So it made sense for the story, but not um, for hotness. True. I agree. I would give it because I really liked the book. I find it hard to rate it lower than a four for me. So I'm going to give it a four. But I do. I agree with you, Carla. I'm going to give it four. Hmm. Four liquid heats (laughs) out of five liquid heats. Oh, yeah. I guess mine is a three point two five stretched ecstasies. And and then I do feel like there were so many different moments when there could have been. But you know what? I think it's hard for an author to. Well, no, 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 because it could be something that Elena's witnessing. She's fairly prudish yep. in this book. And when she's brought to the human vampire sexcapade, like. Yes, like club. there totally could have been like fingering a, at least a, happening there. Well, there could have been like a whole yes thing. She could have definitely gotten into more about what was happening where all these yeah. like celebrities and stuff are like trying to hobnob with the vampires because the vampires are so hot. Like that could have been more orgy-ish. Absolutely. Yeah, lean into the orgy, yeah. Mil- Nalini. Yeah. Just lean, lean into, into it. Lean, lean into that orgy. Give into the orgy. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. All right. Well, I do um, recommend reading other books in the series. I think I'm on maybe book. I think I'm waiting on book five. Wow. All right. Right now. And and I am 17th in line at my local public library. So they're, they're, I think they're fairly popular if I'm 17th I so in too. line. Goodness. So thank you for listening. If you would like to contact us, you could email us at sexybookclubpodcasts at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at sexypodcast. So next time, the book is going to be a genre we haven't done yet. Well, a subgenre. We've only done one genre. Mm. And um, we'll continue to only do one, one and, genre. And it's a classic. We're going to do like a period piece. And I've chosen what is an older book, but one that is supposed to be very representative of that subgenre, which is Loretta Chase's Lord of Scoundrels. So some bodice ripping, some good old fashioned bodice ripping. I, love I think some good old fashioned bodice. Me too. Ripping. Like, get <laughs> yeah, that I think here. it'll be fun. And as you rip it off, y'all fuck the patriarchy. Yeah, do that. <laughs> All of those things. Yes. Until next time, keep the crescendo inevitable.